Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Welcome back, Dustin. Welcome back, JC. What's poppin'? You must have missed us. No. We you must of, have missed us. We had a lot of guests in the seat. Back to back to back. Bro, we went UCF. Then we went all AI with Pavan. Then we went back UCF. Yo, shout out to UCF kids actually having a brain and like asking like decent questions. I thought they would be up there busting balls and throwing paper planes and spit wads like I would have been doing. But shout out UCF. Way to go. Yeah, UCF. Go Knights. That is why I'm rocking the football today. I'm doing it not because of the football program, but because of the students. Yeah, shout out the students. Yeah. And in fact, um, shame on me. I mistakenly said, oh, there's like 50, 60 students when we left. 300,000. Well, oh, sorry. No, not, not how many are enrolled. <laughs> Not having to enroll. No, but there was over a hundred in that room mm -hmm. each episode because they yeah. changed out the room, mm -hmm. right? We did an episode, then we went upstairs and had lunch, then we did an episode, although our lunch was cut short because them kids wanted to stay. Yeah. Shout out to the Cobbs. Yes. College of Business. Is that what they're called? Yeah, that's Is that what that's I'm what you call that's them? what I'm calling them as of now. Well, we're gonna get after it, but uh let's do some shout outs. I just got off a call with my new friend all the way up from Erie, PA, just north of Pittsburgh, Meg Marsh. Shout out Meg Marsh. Meg Marsh. She is a UConn. Husky. Yes, field mm -hmm. hockey player. Husband Ooh. played football and ran track for UConn. There you go. Yeah, neither one of them were good enough to play basketball for mm, UConn, but few are. Yeah, few, few are. are yeah. But, you know, both D1 athletes. But Meg's a little bit um, closer to your age and my age than she is that of the current field hockey team's age. Okay. But she is a consummate mortgage professional. She's an ex-top producer. She owns um, a very successful mortgage brokerage. Now she's starting to franchise out her brokerage. And check this out. She has a product that if somebody was looking to become a mortgage broker and they have failed to realize because maybe they didn't listen to Bryce Bradley when he was on from mm -hmm. Rosegate, that the minute you open your own brokerage, you're now not just a mortgage professional, but... You're also compliance, you're also HR, you're also IT, you're also investor relations. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I thought this would be cool to own my own business, but there's more to it than just doing loans. Yeah, Meg's like, oh, there's a need here. Let me teach others who are serious how they can do it. If they don't wanna buy one of her franchises, they can potentially just go ahead and purchase her product. Mm. So I was connecting with Meg, true story y'all, she cold reached out to me via LinkedIn. Now it helps we have a lot of the same connections. Like she's tight with, with Renee Rodriguez. We're tight with, with Renee. Like, you know, there was definitely some, some commonalities. Um, so we had some instant connections, but I didn't know her prior to her reaching out to me via LinkedIn. Then we, she got on my calendar. I got on her calendar. The rest is history, but I'm looking at this as, you know, it's pretty awesome. Meg has 40, 50 mortgage loan originators, mortgage brokers who need some training, they need some support, they need coaching, they need mentorship, they need resources. And she's like, Dustin, I love what you guys are doing over at TLOP Online. Shout out TLOP Online. Yes. I'm like, yes, Meg, that is branch manager in a box for any mortgage loan originator who's feeling lost or scared or not supported. Or, or how about this? Any loan originator that says, man, in order for me to have a better year than this year, I'm gonna have to make some changes. But I don't know which changes. I don't know how to change. We have a solution, tloponline.com. So check it out. But Meg, hopefully, is then going to have a product that we don't have that maybe we can start featuring. Mm -hmm. And Meg herself, after going through not one, not two, but three amplifies with Renee Rodriguez, 
she's a pretty darn good public speaker herself. So we may have her on soon as either a podcast guest, if she can get her and her 20,000 kids down here from uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, not 20, she has like four, Okay. Uh, but I was making fun of her having four kids. I have two and two's a lot, you know, but um, if we can't have her on the show, let's at least have her as a TLOP exclusive because our members of TLOP, our TLOP community, they know part of my membership, I get live sales training, coaching calls with DO, and he's always bringing in special guests. Uh, Just like, by the way, Today, the day that people are listening, the day that this drops, it's a Tuesday, it's November 28th, and today is a day of a TLOP exclusive. One of my first business coaches, John, mm-hmm. Kai McBride. I remember that. You've been saying his name incessantly for like years. Yeah, since we launched the show. Yeah. Right, yeah. I take things that I've learned from my coaches and my mentors and the conferences and conventions and books, as well as real world experience, I bring them to this audience. Well, Kai is our TLOP exclusive. He is going to be presenting his keynote, Evolve or Die, How to Survive the Modern Mortgage Markets. You're not going to want to miss this. It's actually today if you're listening the day this drops, which is Tuesday, November 28th. That sounds relevant. And then I was talking about all the value that we're giving away at TLOP online, Mm -hmm. right? The value. This is value, the exclusives, but the two calls that you all have been getting with me, you all would be our current members, right? The the three or 400 plus, um, we're adding 20 a week right now to the TLOP community. But those that are OG foundation members, those that are getting the greatest discounts because our prices will be going up January 1st, then it'll be going, going up again June 1st, and then one more time January of 2025. That is what is our consultant has advised us based on our valuation, based on what we're providing to the to, to the audience, to the community. But anyhow, we are going to be rolling out a TLOP faculty. I had an amazing call with five of my friends. These are people that I look at as the future of the mortgage industry. They are all top producers. They are all in the game. They all have the ability to teach in the heart of a servant. And they are as far west as you can go, they're as far south as you can go. They represent broker, they represent banker, they represent independent mortgage bank. But we're going to be introducing our TLOP faculty next month. That way, when you are a member of TLOPonline.com, you're not just getting the training videos and the scripts and the marketing ideas and the resources and two calls with DO and one call with a TLOP exclusive. My goal is to be able to have five more monthly calls. And then we're going to record the calls and then we're going to host them on this e-learning platform that Mark Holmes on our team Shout out Mark Holmes. is out right now demoing, finding the best e-learning platform. And we're going to take all the training videos currently on tloponline.com and start housing them on this e-learning platform while you and I consistently make three to five new training videos every single week. We know that because you and I were just in the lab on Wednesday, yesterday, yesterday. making that happen. Flies, yep. Yeah, making that happen. So, man, I'm super pumped up, super excited. I am um, really excited about that new hoodie you're wearing. Oh, this one. I just pulled this thing out. Yeah, right. I that promise thing you. Is, I promise It's an early Christmas no, present. No, we just did an episode you. on not breaking the bank during Christmas, and you're like, all right, no. I'm going to break the bank before uh, Thanksgiving. True story. The only reason why I wore those hoodies is because I had to wear the matching J's because apparently I stepped in like a gummy bear or something, and it was stuck to the bottom of my shoe. So to clean them off, it happens to be raining here in Central Florida for the past five days. So I walked through some puddles. And that's what influenced the hoodie today. 
What, because you had to find something in your car that matched no, the shoes you were yeah, wearing? Yeah, or those are the only shoes you had cleaned and available, no, so you had to go I find have, No, no. I, I wanted to clean the shoes, but if anyone, you know, you step in a gummy bear that's kind of hard, I don't want to clean it at my house, so I'll just walk around, like, outside. Since it's raining, I was like, oh, this is perfect. So I put the shoes on first, and then I was like, what hoodie do I have to match this? I was like, oh, this thing. You are the epitome of when super smart meets super lazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you figured that you. out. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you yeah. have figured that out. Yeah. So you stepped on this gummy bear some other day. Yeah, some other day. I was and you up. looked outside today like, oh, oh it's shit, raining, it's raining. raining. Yeah, so Let me I, grab those J's that have the gummy bear. Yeah, walk oh, through the puddle. But what's going to match those J's? Yeah, oh, I got to find that red hoodie, hoodie in the back of my closet. Literally, that's it. Yeah, they, I spent too much money on last Christmas, and I probably have never worn. I've worn it once in my life. Well, twice today. Exactly. It looks good on you. Thank you, Yeah, man. you, you make that look good. You too, man. Like the Spider-Man meme. We'll point at each other. You look good too, man. Thank you. Should I dress you? I'm wearing old man clothes today. That looks good. Thank you. You know, blue looks good on me, or I look good in blue. One of the two. That's right. All right. Um, so we've done stuff for the kids. We did stuff for careers, right? Yeah. We did stuff on AI and geeked out yeah, with you know, with yeah. with Pavon, CEO of SunWest Mortgage. I'm looking forward right? to actually edit, editing that episode. Have you edited the one with uh, Carlos yet? No, because I have to turn it down. You can. I can still oh hear. Oh my it. gosh! He loves just swallowing he is the microphone. So excited! Like, He's a 20 year radio personality. You know better, but you yeah. Know, hey, these aren't those. Had radio that microphone mics. down his throat. throat, and I'm like, yeah. Carlos, these aren't those mics, bro. Yeah, yeah, please. Oh, he thought he was back at at uh, Clear Channel. Yeah, we could just scream. They have yeah. automatic no, bro. You yeah. broke you broke people's ears. Listen to that. So we apologize. We're we're a broke ass podcast. <laughs> yeah. These are uh, yeah, entry level pod mics. Shooting from my uh, studio here. He thought he was uh, yeah. back at uh, who's his employer? Clear, it's clear not Clear Channel. Channel. No, it's the bigger one. Um, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Yeah, yeah, he, he thought he was back at iHeartRadio. Nah, bro, this is still a mom and pop shop uh, operation. Yeah, one day, Carlos, we yeah. get enough people to sign up for memberships at tlobonline.com. Yeah, we'll fix the mic problem, people. We'll get promise, some yeah. new mics. Well, here's something I want to do. We're doing a ton of business planning right now. Mm-hmm. Ton of business planning. In fact, if y'all want to put two more things on your calendar, I'm going to be doing business planning for the TLOP community on the 19th of December. Right, so go to our website. We have all this on the website. I'm actually doing business planning for MGIC I saw that. on the 5th. You know, we have already 2,000 people RSVP'd for that event. Are you serious? 2,000 people are already RSVP'd. It's on December 5th. MGIC is the sponsor. I'm coming in as the hired Ooh, gun. I'm go. going to be giving my best in class, this is how top producers business plan. And then again for the TLOP community, I'm going to be doing it in a more intimate setting on the 19th of December. Um, and then just because we're talking about events and I haven't written down on this little piece of paper, mm. Tulsa, Oklahoma. I know I've been teasing this for six months now. We've had some issues with the venue. We had some issues with sponsors in terms of um, life events popping up. But it's confirmed. We're going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, on January 11th. What? It's a Thursday. And we're going to swipe and adapt from the success we had in Charlotte when we did the event for Rosegate Mortgage. We're doing it at another brewery. What? Another brewery on the 11th, flying into Tulsa. It's going to be a half-day LO sales mastermind hosted by yours truly. We're going to do a realtor top uh, top producer panel where we can pick the brains of realtors to figure out how they like to be called on and marketed to. What do LOs do well? What do they wish we did better? I'm going to have a top producer loan officer panel where we can pick the loan officer's brains about how did you get to where you are? What are you doing to succeed in 2024? What are some business lessons you've learned along the way? 
And then I'm going to close it out with one of my keynotes. Holy shit. Yeah. So be on the lookout for information on that Tulsa event. That's a live event. That's going to be our first in-person live event of the year. And it's going to be up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Damn. Dumb. All right. So, but today's episode, we're it's in end of the year, right? End of the year. We're going to close out this year strong. We're going to enter the new year. And we're going to have all of these goals and these plans. And I like having goals and plans. Because I believe this time of year is when you should start reviewing the year that was and preparing for the year that is. And I don't care if you are 24 years old and newly married. I don't care if you're 64 years old and you're staring down the barrel of retirement or you're in your mid 40s and you are at the apex, the pinnacle, the peak of your career. By the way, do you know who Sam Walton is? The guy who started Walmart. There you go. Do you know at what age Sam Walton made it? Probably when he was like 55. 43. Yeah, so I still have time. There's still you still hope. have time. Yep, yes. and, I'm a, and I'm a year behind. <laughs> you still have time, and I'm a year behind. But nonetheless, yeah, but this is the year to business plan. This is the time of year to business plan. Every year is the year to business plan, but this is the time of year to business plan. But business planning isn't just for mortgage loan originators. It isn't just for entrepreneurs. It just isn't for realtors or financial advisors. This is for everybody. Everybody this time of year needs to treat their household like a business. And if you run a business, you should be treating your business like a business. It's not a not-for-profit. It's, you know, not uh, a charity. No, you have to run your business like a business. So these are some things that you should be doing this time of year. You ready to go? Because I'm ready to go. Let's crank this one. Okay, let's go. Let's plan. Yeah, I wish we had a better producer and then he could like put in the sound effects for me. Shit. I'm looking for one too. If y'all know anybody. You know what? We just, I would reached out by a teal He's trying to break into the the, uh, mortgage industry. Yeah. And uh, he's coming from uh, production. Is he? Yeah, he he produced a film and TV out in LA. Tell him to get up here. Shit, I'll give you the, yeah, here, take the keys, man. (laughs) I ain't jealous at all. Come, yeah, hit me up. All right, so um, this is going to be pretty basic, pretty straightforward. But at the end of the day, if it's new, it ain't true. And if it's true, it ain't new. Yeah. And most people, when we talk about the basics, we talk about it over and over and over again because y'all haven't quite mastered it. You may know what to do, but you're not doing it. You may do it here and there, but you're not doing it consistently. So until you're doing it consistently, we're going to start talk. We're going to not stop talking about it. I feel that way when it comes to like networking online and social media. I just had a coaching call where we talked for 30 minutes on this. And I told the group, you've probably heard all of this, but you're not doing it. And the fact that you're not doing it means that you are missing out. It means you are becoming a dinosaur. You're going to be extinct. So we jumped right back into it. I didn't think I ever had to. I thought enough people knew enough things about social media, what to do, why to do it, how to network properly. No, they still don't. Or if they do, they're not doing it, which makes me believe that they don't know what they're doing. Same thing with personal finance, same thing with business planning. So here's what I am doing both at home and in my business world or worlds because it is December of 2023 and I'm preparing for January of 2024. First thing I have to do is figure out where I have been. Where have I been? What have I accomplished? Where did I spend my money? Where were my wins? Where were my losses? In the business world, we, 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 Sometimes start with a SWOT analysis, right? What are my strengths? That's what the S stands for. What were my weaknesses? That's what the the W stands for. Where are my opportunities? That's when we start thinking about 2024. What are my threats? That's where we start thinking about 2024. But the strengths and weaknesses typically are based off of past 
performance, past production. So you could be Sally Homemaker and you could sit down at the end of the year and you could ask yourself, what did I accomplish? How much money did we earn? Write that number down. How much money did we spend? Mm, that's scary. I hate looking at that number, Dustin. You know what, Johnny? I was hoping you would say that because that's, <laughs> that's how most people yeah. feel. Okay, that right there, that is a threat. Nothing changes if nothing changes. How are you supposed to become more financially literate and responsible and fit if you can't tell me how much money you spend? Do you have a budget? Let alone do you follow the budget? Let's start, do you have a budget? Yeah. Do you even recognize where your money goes? Have you ever tracked every dollar you spent for a 30-day period of time? Waffle House getting at least 25% of my budget, my, my money, it seems like. Who? Waffle House. Waffle House? Yes. Yeah, it's probably after you go to True Leave. <laughs> yeah. You go to True Leave, and then you end up at Crunch Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. yeah, after a couple of Negronis <laughs> up at Hillstone. I know how you roll. But, I mean, I'm, I'm being serious when I'm trying to coach people through right. this. I'm like, look, let's let's first start with, well, where do we make our money? And was that the money you're anticipating making? Did you make more? Did you make less? If you made more, was it due to effort or was it due to an anomaly? And then if you made more, but it's due to an anomaly, i.e. mortgage and real estate professionals in 2020 and 2021, for them to think that money would continue into 23, 24, 25, that's kind of asinine. That was kind of naive of them because they were a product of the market or industry that they were a part of. So then once you recognize that, you have to then figure out where did I win? Well, I won because I was able to go on a vacation with my family, spend quality time, I was able to unplug from work and make memories and I self-funded it, meaning I'm not, I'm not still paying interest on a credit card. Okay, that would be a win. You should chalk that down and you should celebrate it. You should look at how much money did you save for retirement? For some of you, you're like, retirement, what? Mm. Okay, we have some opportunities in 2024. You should look at what did you pay in real estate taxes versus last year versus this year. You know what I just found out with my real estate taxes? Had I not done this exercise? That you were owed some money or you overpaying? I was overpaying by $4,000 this year. what? There was an error. There was a true error. I, it's been rectified. The, the county of Seminole, the Seminole, Seminole County was- <laughs> The Seminole the, of the county. county. of Seminole. <laughs> the county of Seminole was fantastic to me. Um, took great care of me. But they made a mistake and I had to catch it because I read my mail, because I know how to you know, keep an eye on my finances. Right. Keep them money. In my, I'm, I'm a money, money in my mind. Jesus, there you go. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Don't butcher that one. Oh, my God. I got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Holy cow, man. Did I butcher you that? Will, Almost yeah. like I butchered the uh, intro to the first episode we did at UCF. That's right. You're nervous. I was just thrown off because I'm not used to having you and a guest I on. It's awkward. I mean, you having you on or a oh, guest on, not you and a guest. So anyhow. Um, and even the other two times that we've had three it's people, not been, it's, it's not, not been yeah, you. Exactly. That was, was a first. first. That was a first. Okay. Well, then I screwed up for the first time. <laughs> and then now I screwed up for first the second last, time. Yeah, first and last. All right. Nonetheless, let me circle back for my, for my Sally Homemaker out there. You need to be reviewing your bills, your big bills, auto insurance, homeowners insurance, tax bills. You need to make sure that they're accurate and you look for, for cost savings. Like, this is what you do as you're closing out one year and you're entering the next year. You really do that every year? Like, at the end of every year, you really shop your insurance and stuff? Like, every year? Yes. Yes. 
Usually when I get the bill in the mail, and uh-huh. I'm like, oh, what the hell? What, what? are y'all doing? Yeah. I pick up the phone. I call Brett Young. If Brett don't pick up, I call his little brother Taylor Young. Shout out Taylor Young. And if Taylor doesn't pick up, man, I start just going down the line. Yeah, I'm going to find somebody who's going to answer some questions because I'm not paying $4,000 a year in, ta- in, uh, <laughs> in, in, in homeowner's insurance. Right. And they're like, well, sir. Well, the, cost the best of we can find you in Florida is forty two hundred. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. yes, a best practice, a best practice for homeowners. You do need to do all of this, right? And, and this isn't an entire episode where we can teach a two hour seminar, two hour course. What I'm trying to get at is you have to understand where your money's coming in, where it's going out, and you need to find areas of improvement, right? When you're looking at the year that was, please don't just look at it. Uh, from a from a lens of criticism and critique, find some wins and celebrate the wins. But then also don't look at it with rose colored glasses on. Find areas of improvement so you have something to work on and work towards. In a perfect world, where we the American populace should be going towards finding ways that we can live our life where we're we're not paycheck to paycheck. That means we have a budget and we follow it. That means we figured out ways to make enough money that we can earn and bring home more than what we have to spend. We've pared down our lifestyle so that we can earn more than we spend. That has allowed us to then have no consumer debt. That has allowed us to put together plans to pay off our student loans or plans to pay off our mortgages. Um, It means that we don't make extravagant decisions to buy boats and RVs and motorcycles and fancy cars if it it impedes our long-term goal because financial fitness is a game of chess. It's not a game of checkers. And once you have your consumer debt paid off, you should have three to six months of your lifestyle in reserve. That's where knowing your budget will help you figure out how much you need to have in a reserve account, like a money market account. Well, three to six months. If you sit down and you figure out how much you spend at the grocery store, how much you spend on gas, how much you spend on babysitters, how much you spend on, you name it, kid birthday party gifts, um, rent, mortgage, car notes, insurance, cell phones, you look at that number, you find a way to eliminate some cost if, if you need to. You look at your employment situation, you look for ways to improve that so you bring more, more to the table. And then you live a healthy, responsible lifestyle with the decisions that you're making. You eventually end up at a place where you don't have any consumer debt, you have three to six months reserve, and then you're saving something for retirement. Something for retirement could be an IRA, it could be a 401k. I always say start at 401k, because your employer nine times out of 10 is going to match, well, that's free money, right? You put in a dollar, they put in 50 cents. You put another dollar, they put in 50 cents. You fast forward three to 13 years later, wow, you have your money that's been growing because it's an investment and it's invested wisely and their money. Like how smart is that? This is all before Bitcoin. This is all before you start day trading penny stocks, right? This is, this is what you do. This is what millionaires have done to become millionaires, and then if you are, are, are in the right phase of life, you also look at home ownership because home ownership, nine times out of 10 for those that it makes the most sense for, it's the number one way to generate wealth in our country. So that's what you should be doing at the end of the year. You should assess what you did. It's an exercise. It takes four hours. It's not that fun. It is more fun over a bottle of wine if you're into wine. It really is. Atomic Habits, James Clear, one of my favorite books, if you want to create healthy habits, you have to make them fun. Figure out ways that you can make that fun. Making it fun could be cash in some of those points from the credit card. Go get yourself a fancy hotel room at the lake or at the beach. 
and know that, yes, you're going to the beach or you're going to the mountains or wherever your fun, happy place is. It may be a, a campground for some of y'all and take that project with your significant other and do it there. So once you've assessed where you've been, now you have to focus on where you're going. Okay, what, what big expenses do we have coming up? What big trips would we like to do? Looking at my career, how can I make improvements that are going to allow me to either have better work-life balance or create more revenue coming into my house? Because by the way, that's what your income is. Your income is revenue. Businesses call it revenue, but people who don't think like a business, they call it income. By the way, those that are the most savvy and most successful running their personal finances are because they think of it like a business. And then as you're making your plan, you have a budget, just like businesses do. You have revenue goals, just like businesses do. Revenue goals, how much income is coming in. The budget is this is all the money that we're going to have to spend. And then you have investment goals. Businesses need to invest. They invest in technology. They invest in new associates. They in invest in new, new ventures. You as the consumer can invest, but you're investing typically in your retirement or you're investing in your education or you're investing in moving the needle one step further, but you need to put together a plan. And by the way, there's a ton of tools. I would say start with a financial advisor, literally start with a financial advisor. I don't care if it's Morgan Stanley or Merrill Lynch, if it's a private local individual who's independent, or if it's Edward Jones or Ameriprise, if they're still around, I would tell everyone you owe it to yourself to sit down and do a consultation. Don't try to DYI, do it yourself. This is not a do it yourself. Use this right now, what we're talking about. Use this as your motivation. Use this as your, okay, I kind of was picking up what that guy was putting down. He was talking kind of fast. It's okay. What I heard was, it's possible. What I heard was, I should be looking at where I spent my money, how much money I earned. I should be looking at where my money's going out. There are big ticket items that I pay for every single year. Real estate taxes, homeowners insurance, auto insurance. Heck, even my mortgage. When, when was the last time you called your favorite lender to do a mortgage review? Like that mortgage that you have right now, that was the best mortgage for you at the time based on the market conditions and your financial needs, wants, and goals that helped you qualify. Well, the market has changed. Your life has changed. It's time to do a review. What's the worst thing your lender will tell you or any lender would tell you? Maybe you don't know who your lender is. That's fine. You know what? Shoot me a DM. Go to LinkedIn and say, yo, D.O., can you hook me up with a good lender? Guess what? I have thousands of lender friends throughout the country. I can find you a good lender. Um, but allow that lender to go through your scenario and give you some options. And the option may be stay put. Okay, peace of mind. No different than when I got pissed off that my homeowner's insurance went up to four grand. Well, you want to pay 4,200, Mr. Owen? No, never mind. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. <laughs> like, look, it, it took me 15, 20 minutes and now I have peace of mind. Now I know at least I made the, the right financial decision. Look at your damn cable bill. Like, do you really need all of those channels? Do you even need cable, right? That's something to, to look at. Look at your student loans. Could you consolidate them? And if you consolidated them, could that help you financially? I don't know. Like there's resources out there. We've had some of those resources on this show before. Remember Kat? Shout out Kat. Yeah, yeah. Kat on like earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. I think her company's called Loan Sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like check out Loan Sense if you have student loans. But what you don't do is ignore it. What you don't do is put your head in the sand. Damn. And by the way, 
for my business professionals, for my loan officers, for my mortgage loan originators, realtors, financial, uh, financial sales professionals, y'all need to be doing the same exact thing right now with your business, right? Where did your leads come from last year? How many leads did you generate? From who? Mm-hmm. From which category? What did you do to get those leads? Mm-hmm. How many sales did you have? What type of revenue did you generate? What type of commissions did you earn? What did you do for those commissions? Or better yet, what did you not do? What are some things that you could change right now? And if you picked up two or three really good habits and you stuck with them all of next year, how much could you move the needle? We did a whole entire episode about the formula for success. Equal parts, you remember this? It's equal parts effort and skill. So in 2024, if you're a sales professional, what one or two skills and one or two efforts efforts, yeah, Mm -hmm. efforts, we'll call them. Could you lean into maximize, do more consistent? And if you did so, the compound effect would lead to you funding, closing 20% more, generating 20% more revenue, at which point you would hope your income would increase by 20%. It's that time of year. This is what we should be doing. If you're a mortgage loan originator, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we are doing lots and lots of business planning. I have a question for you. Yes. For this business plan in 30 seconds or less, how am I supposed to like write down the plan like on a piece of paper? Do I need a PowerPoint deck? Should I put it in Excel? Like when you say plan. Like well, that? you are going to make me a PowerPoint deck. So I will have a PowerPoint deck when I present. So that I appreciate, John. Yeah. And those dates are December 5th. And those dates are December 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, I... And John from TLOP will provide you Mm. with an Excel spreadsheet. We will provide you with a referral account pyramid. And we have a robust um, form, two-pager, for you to be able to take home with you and spend two hours outside of the call. The call is to teach you what to do, get you motivated to do it. Then you're going to go home and do it. But before you get off the call, you're going to know exactly what to do. And we're going to walk you through an exercise where you're going to know how many units that you need to fund to make the money you want to make and how many leads you need to generate and how many credit reports you need to pull. And you're even going to have an idea of where those leads are going to come from on a monthly basis. Um, And yes, we're going to give you all that, John. Like all that's going to be there. I'm encouraging you because if you don't hop on one of these two calls and if you're not getting it from your branch manager or your regional or your corporate office. Like, what are you going to do to prepare for the year to come? Because again, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you don't track it, it never happens. You got to write it down. You got to track your activity, but you have to first know where you were in order to figure out where you're going because you're looking for areas of success and you want to double down on that. You're looking for areas of improvement so you then can figure out which task you're going to implement. For us, like what we're doing at TLOP, like we're going to sit down and even lay out. There's 11 conferences we could attend. We're going to pick four that we're going to be at. And we're going to strategically pick four based on price, date, location, and the perceived value that we feel like we'll get there from networking. Mm-hmm. Right? We're also going to sit down and do our budget. Right? It doesn't matter if you're a loan officer, if you're a loan officer training development company, a realtor, or you're a chiropractor. Like we all have to do this. And by the way, why I spent so much time in the front end 
of today's show is because this applies to you at home as well. It does. There are tools, whether it's mint.com, that's a tool. Um, you can Google other tools. Clark Howard talks about all the various personal finance tools. I preferred me personally. I sat down with a financial advisor. In my lifetime, I've sat down with probably seven financial advisors. I've been a client of three different financial advisors. A lot of what I know is from per firsthand experience, like what I've experienced, going from a broke joke to somebody that has a little bit of money in the bank and all the mistakes I made as well as where I found success. That's what I had the opportunity to give back to our clients as well as to talk about on, on the episode. But I also learned half of it just by sitting down and having coffee and lunch with financial advisors, hearing what they had to say, listening to their advice, picking on the pieces, picking up pieces that I felt like were like really resonated with me and forgetting the things that were either over my head or I felt like weren't really relevant to where I was going in life. I encourage everyone to do that. It's well worth the time. Like this is, this is your business. Like, why would you not do it? It baffles me that someone wouldn't do some of the things that we talk about. Well said, Dustin. Awesome. What do you think, John? Time to wrap it up? Yes, please. Awesome. Well, just like most episodes, the purpose of the episode was to make you say, hmm, mm -hmm. and to motivate you to get off your ass and make a change. Yeah, you bum. Put one foot in front of the other because that's how you complete a marathon. Mm -hmm. His name is John Coleman. My name is Dustin Owen. You have just tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast. That's all the time we have for you today, but we do look forward to catching you on the next episode.